Welcome to Risk Roundup. The computer-generated fake video and audio is here. Deepfake, the ability of rapidly evolving artificial intelligence capability to construct and create real-like audio-video recording of people, places, speeches, and events is a growing problem with enormous security implications for the future of humanity. The reason behind that is the artificial intelligence-based technology that is used to produce or alter video-audio content so that it presents something that did not, in fact, occur is getting better and better every single day. From deepfake images to videos, texts to talks, events to places, the technology-driven misinformation and disinformation is becoming a cause of great concern. To discuss the dangers of deepfake further, and delighted to welcome Ari Brish to Risk Roundup. Ari is an investor, thought leader, advisor, board member, author, and speaker. He wrote the bestseller book about commercializing new products and services called Lay an Egg and Make Chicken Soup. Welcome, Ari. We are delighted to have you on Risk Roundup. Thanks for having me. Wonderful, Ari. So, from your assessment, what do you think are. Sorry. That's it. So from your assessment, which technological advances have created this uh, technology infrastructure to make deepfake audio and video possible? Okay, so it's an it's a evolution. It's not an overnight uh, thing that happened. Uh, if, if you go back to the beginning of uh, video, video telephone, AT&T had uh, an experimental uh, project to facilitate video call between people. And the way they did it, that's back in the 50s, I think, the way that they did it, they took a, a still picture of you with your mouth open, another still picture of you with your mouth shut. So you have two pictures, and then you, you talk normally to the audio lines, the pictures are being transmitted to the other side. So the other telephone has this only two picture. And based on your voice, they will show the picture with your mouth open, the picture with your mouth shut. And, and that created the illusion illusion of uh, having a, a video call with the other person, although it was kind of a, a simulated a video of the other person on the other side, on the other platform on the other side. So th this is kind of similar approach to what this deep fake video that we start to hear about in the past year or two. They they take a picture, could be a picture of somebody that died, you know, hundreds of years ago, and they can manipulate the picture and show the person with different, you know, different head movement, different mouth uh, position. And, and try to create or, or creating a video of this person talking. Yes. If, yeah. if, if they have a sample of the voice of the person, let's say a politician from, from the past made a speech or somebody just talked on the phone, you can use that uh, voice to, again, to simulate or to mimic this other person a voice saying whatever you want him to say or you want her to say. 
and, yeah. and that application is available today on the telephone. You can call, you can download to your phone today this app, or actually there are several apps doing the same thing. And you talk normally, the other person will hear you with somebody else's voice. So, you know, you can say, okay, I want President Trump voice on the other side. You talk normally and the other person think that President Trump is talking to them. So the, the on, on the voice side, it's it, it probably several years already. On the video side, they're they just starting to emerge and, and show the capability. Yes, so the audio application that you just talked about, is it uh, like easily available? Anybody can... Uh... Yeah, you can download to your phone today. <laughs> I see, I see. And, Do you know who created that? Uh, there are several vendors I can look it up. Or, you know, so there, are, there, are, there, there are no laws against it? Uh, uh, is it uh, allowed? You know, the governments are allowing this? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's a very good question. And, and the same question about the, the deep fake. No, normally, the legal system is behind the technology. So, yeah, if, if I pretend to be President Trump and I'm calling President Putin and, and start uh, World War III, maybe there, there will be some legal implications against me. Yes. But if I, if, if you know, a kid in school just use it to, to make a practical joke with some other kid, uh, uh, I, I don't know what the legal system allows or not allowed to do. Uh, and And... Yes, we we need the, the legal, the lawmakers, we need to catch up with these technologies so they, they can put some boundaries on how you can use it and not use it and, and, and what are the penalties of, you know, abusing that. Yes, of course. And now the audio application that you talked about that is available today, how widely it is used? Is it like an isolated event or you see a trend or pattern emerging that, you know, a lot of people are using or a lot of, you know... This I, I, I haven't seen it broadly used. Nobody called me and pretended to be somebody else or at least <laughs> yeah, so maybe they didn't, I don't know. Right. But, uh, uh, so I think people are not aware of that maybe the kids are sometimes the kids are the Probably. you know pushing the envelope uh, much faster than we adults do yes very true, very true and as far as the video defect goes how is it like a still an isolated event or you see some trend or pattern emerging well you you, you can see today on the internet if if you type you know the fake you'll you'll see you know president lincoln talking on a video and, and it looks a little funny, uh, but I think it's it's within the reach of maybe in a year or two, it will look totally realistic. Yeah. Now you can kind of tell that something is funny with this video, but uh, I'm sure they're on the right path to make it totally realistic. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's bad. It's like any other technology. You, you can use it for very positive uh, uh causes it's some people take advantage of the technology by by abusing it for for negative yes. purposes very true very true and see that's that uh, i'm still trying to understand that why are these developers uh, you know going that path because this is after all artificial intelligence and machine learning that is you know at the heart of this uh, deep fake movement and uh, 
before that also you know the social media was giving so much option and opportunities for everyone who wanted to spread disinformation or misinformation they were already doing that so i uh, why they took this path of creating such real like you know videos and audio yeah, that I, I, yeah I'll, i'll give you a few examples of positive applications uh, one for example is games you 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 can make the game more realistic and have real characters as as part of your game ecosystem so you can play with people that you really know and and see them uh, uh playing with you virtually without that real person being on the other side it's just you you want to play with your sister and and you can have the computer generate her talking or whatever so the, the this is one one application uh, uh you can mimic other people's thinking for example so let's say uh, your grandmother passed away a long time ago but y- y- you like to consult with her you'll have you'll have her deep fake video talking to you and and artificial intelligence could even mimic her way of thinking Yes. and and take this idea to to an extreme you can basically consult with your grandmother you see her on the on 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 the screen she will answer your question as if in in her line of thinking you that you, you, you right. can you can simulate the way person a think or the way person b think and then you can consult with a virtual person people talk a lot about for example on politics what would be the founding fathers of this country will say about this or that you can mimic now with artificial intelligence you can mimic their way of thinking and really consult with them or with their virtual entity on the computer and and see what answers you get Yes absolutely no that is a really good uh, example that you gave that it this technology will allow us to do so much so many positive things i mean mm-hmm. it will help uh, people who have lost their loved ones to you know be able to talk with them and you know right. get yeah. a sense of feeling with that virtual hologram and uh, yeah, you know, exactly those are just you know uh, having audio conversation so there are a lot of benefits to that but then right. the challenge is when the boundaries blur between right and wrong see if yeah. we use this technology for the good then yes it is a good development but if you start using it to attack other people or to create misinformation disinformation and uh, right. start who knows you know world war then then that is where you yeah. know we have a right. problem because uh, this is you know in a world where video is playing such an important role we so far it was like okay we see Uh, any image we say that oh maybe it is fake image you know somebody has photoshop yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but now and so we all were like let's see a video then we'll know whether it is right or not mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now even the video you can't even rely on a video because right. that could be yeah. a video so the boundaries are blurring so mm-hmm. the truth you know this would ke- create such a you know mass uh, hysteria and mass uh, lack of trust that you know if this becomes a major development right now these are still isolated events yeah. but if this more and more you know people start using this technology because 
this is where these applications are pretty easy for from what i have heard that you know anybody mm. can download and anybody who has some understanding of ai they can you know yeah. apply these and use it right. so right. if they all start using it then you know the trust will be eroded mm. and that yeah. is i think you know when the society starts losing trust in something as important as a video mm. then i think it has major consequences right Yeah, 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 and uh, you, you start to see it even today. The fake news became a, a buzzword in the last couple of years. But you, you, you can do it even today. Uh, the news media takes, you know, they they take pictures or record video of some events, but then they they show you only three seconds from the event that makes you think that you know something this or that happened. But when you see the unedited two hours of Uh, shooting of the video, you, you you see what really happened. Mm -hmm. So you, you see that a lot today. Uh, uh, that like um, there was a, an event with, with the high school and Native Americans. That the way they showed it is if the high school kids were mocking the Native Americans, and turns out they didn't. It just the the CNN or whoever it was just shows few seconds that made. People believe that this kid is mocking the Native American guy, but yeah. turns out he didn't. Yeah, you're right. And not only that, even let's say you know before general election in United States yeah. or in any yeah. other country, be just before election, you know, if yeah. uh, some video comes out that damages one candidate, exactly, and exactly. then you know, by the time people come to know that this was yeah. a fake video, the elections, you know, yeah, yeah. have already happened and the damage has already been done. So how yes. can we reverse? Yeah. How can we reverse that? Because this is now, you know, not only just the mm -hmm. damage to an individual person; it's a damage to an institution. It's a threat to democracy, yeah. right? I mean, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, how do we detect this kind of, you know, defect videos? Is there a technology that is effective in identifying that this is a, you know, fake video? Yeah. So there the, are the two ways to approach it. I think uh, both complementary. One is to Have a technology that will detect if the video is real or fake, or audio for that purpose. So this is a technological solution, and and think about install this filter, so to speak, on your TV or on your computer, and and if you see a candidate saying something, the computer will tell you immediately if this is real or fake. This is one uh, possibility. The 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 other one is has some legal boundaries. So you are suggesting uh, to create a system which gives a almost like a accreditation that you know this is right. a right fake video or this is a true video. Right. So this kind of like credit rating kind of system that you know right. that, mm. that that would be you know possible you know in the coming years. Yes, of yeah. course. It's it's definitely possible. Maybe already exist. I don't know, but it's definitely possible. Yes. And the other one is is the legal system should have some boundaries and penalties if if you do certain things. If you if you interfere, we're talking these days. A popular talk is about interfering with elections, right? So if you do, if you use fake whatever audio video that can twist the election one way or the other. Uh, uh, there are certain consequences that you are going to get penalized for that, and if you do the penalties, 
severe enough, people will think twice before they do that. And, sure, and but we do. It works on both sides. I mean, you, you can use the same technology against the Republican or against the Democrat. Yes. yes. Uh, so we, we see it all the time, even on the uh, most recently, kind of the Republicans are, are complaining about fake news, but you have the same thing like with, with Joe Biden, for example. Maybe it's not fake, but it's people are using information against a candidate, whether it's true or fake. Some of it may be probably a gray area. Normally, the, the truth is somewhere in the middle. So they take a, a fact and, and push it to the extreme to, to damage a candidate. Sure. I mean, and that's the challenge, right? I mean, even if you create laws that would, you know, punish the people uh, once they are caught or anyone who is after the creating the fake video, but then the damage is already done. The elections have already happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, you know, results have, uh, are damaging to the candidate against whom the defect video was, you know, developed. So the, then, you know, it's a question of uh, changing the whole election results, you know, going through a whole mm -hmm. another uh, you know, polling, and that requires, you know, a lot of money, and uh, it's a, such a large effort for countries like United States mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, any other country to have a whole national election. So it is, even though there will be laws to punish those people, but I don't think it would be effective in a timely manner to prevent the kind of damage, because here we are talking about humans. Once you listen to something or watch something, even if you get information that oh it was a defect video the damage is already done because it has got into your uh, mind and you know you start not trusting it then you know yeah, yeah, so only if you then come out and say that this was a fake video it, the damage pe changing people's mind is not that easy and that is a challenge you know with this uh, technology and with this uh, emerging trend of defect that you know if it uh, starts creating that kind of damage, then, you know, the people, the common man will start believing in a lot of things and it will be very hard to, you know, change their minds. I mean, we can start creating education awareness for the little kids, you know, right from the elementary school to train them to see, you know, what, what is right, what could not be right. But changing, you know, adults' mind is a very complex yeah. challenge. So, the question is then, you know, where is this democratization of destruction taking all of us? Because now anybody can cause damage. Yeah, yeah. You, you probably need some major event like a, a September 11 type event in 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 this deep fake stuff yeah. to to make you know the lawmakers aware and and take a note and and do something about it. But I'm not even sure that lawmakers will be able to do much about it because they may create a regulation, but uh, the regulation won't be able to stop this in a timely manner because here, the so far, when you were creating uh, regulations for technologies, um, emerging technologies, then, you know, the governments and regulators were able to track all that because all those technologies and building infrastructure for that required a lot of money. So they were just tracking the movement of money so far. But now these technologies can that can do such a big damage, they are not expensive technologies. Anybody with a computer and some knowledge of AI can cause do this damage. Right, so, right. But if you if you know that you'll go to fifteen years in jail if you do something like this, you may think twice. 
people, they don't get, I mean, look at the cybersecurity risk right now. Uh, all these cybersecurity, you know, hackers and the criminals, they mm-hmm. it's an industry now. Mm-hmm. You know, people, uh, they get a thrill of, you know, damaging others and, you know, getting money like that. So I don't think people are afraid. People who want to cause harm, they're not afraid about going to jail. They just like to cause damage. So there, a lot of them are activists. A lot of them have their own agenda. So, yeah, right. So, so the legal system doesn't prevent people from rob a bank, but it probably minimizes it to, to a certain extent. So okay. the same here with, with this. So yes. the legal system doesn't prevent me from speeding on a highway, but right. uh, uh, no, it, yeah. it, it's kind of a warning red flag that make me think twice before sure. I do something illegal. No, we do need laws to prevent this and mm-hmm. we do need legal implications. Yeah. Because like you said, you know, it will create some sort of, you know, minimization of the risk. Mm-hmm. And people, some people at least, you know, will be will think twice before they do that. But the criminals who really want to cause damage, they won't care about it. So, uh, you know, I, I in the paper that you published on Risk Group, I read about that you were talking about that uh, this is something modern equivalent of nuclear weapon, right? Mm-hmm. And, you mm-hmm. know, if somebody uh, creates a video showing that a nuclear attack is coming, then the country, you know, uh, mm-hmm. is going to retaliate, right? And they right. won't have enough time to uh, fact check okay. whether that yeah. is correct right. or not. So this could lead into a nuclear warfare. Yes. So how do, we, how do we manage something like this in, the, how, in those situations? Mm-hmm. Laws are not going to be able to prevent anything. Yeah, the laws, the laws never prevent a black and white thing. They just minimize. It's like any crime. You cannot take the crime to zero. You can take it down from, you know, eighty percent of occurrences of something to five yeah. percent. So, oh. you know, but here the damage. So that that brings another part of the conversation. Where, when you talk about risks, there is always the probability of something to happen but then what's the impact if it happens so take your example if somebody can create a nuclear war maybe the probability is very low but if if some crazy person will do that it could be the end of the world as we know it so the the risk of if it happens yes is is enormous Yes, and so we have to, you know, acknowledge that and understand that variable and uh, keep that in our assessment so that we know where the th- things uh, risk could emerge. So from your uh, assessment, do you know who is uh, attacking who at this point? Is there any cause of concern for us that, you know, some criminals are working towards creating this kind of, you know, video or this kind of damage to uh, any country, it is. I mean, it yeah, could be United right. States, it could be Israel, it could be any country. Yeah, right, it could be any country. It could be even inside the country. As I said, you can rob yeah. a bank by say, creating a fake video of the president of the bank telling somebody to move some money from account A to account B. So yeah. there, the, there is a yes, very cool. a, 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 endless, endless possibilities of bad applications. 
yes you know it could create some ethnic tensions too because you know it could create right. some video that says that you know this ethnic ethnic group is creating you know trying to do this bad thing so yeah. people yeah. you know this we are talking about human beings and we mm-hmm. get you know irritated easily right as a humans and yeah. we don't rationally think that whether this is something that is possible and we just go and uh, that's how yeah. riots start you know i have seen a lot of riots you know starting like that in india and other countries yeah. Right. Yeah. that is you know really cause of concern so how do you, how do we regulate laws are definitely one thing and we need to move forward you know with the regulation but how do we control these education and awareness is one thing but how do we change the mind of people who are trying to cause damage yeah it's how to do a black and white again it's like any other criminal act you cannot uh, stop it completely but you, you can minimize it by you mentioned education that's definitely one part of it uh, another part is is the penalties should be strong enough to make people think twice before they try to do something bad and and as i said at the beginning a technology that will filter those uh, cases filter out those cases so you you'll have a, a filter on your computer that will tell you this video is fake or likely to be fake I'll give you another example. There is a, a, a technology now that can analyze your voice as you speak and uh, detect uh, a stress in your voice. And, and it's used today, even when you check, check in at the airport, if your voice is alarming stress, uh, it will raise a red flag and maybe security will ask you a few more questions you, you can be stressed for other purposes not because you're trying to put a bomb on an airplane but at least it raised the awareness of the security uh, i need to talk to this person a few more minutes and, and so th- these technologies these filtering technologies exist today on, they, on, on they, the voice on the vocal side are they applied widely is it used in united states or which country is using this uh, it's not about countries it's about businesses it can be police and city a using it police and city b don't use it doesn't use it so but the technology exists it's not it's like in san francisco they they had these security cameras of face recognition and they decided to 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 uninstall them because they are not accurate none of these technologies are 100% accurate sure uh, but it raises red flags so the the security can come and and check a little further on on what's going on so the same thing with the face recognition in in any any city san francisco decided to t- take it out but you know if if the face recognition decided this person is suspicious because he looks like some criminal that they have on the database it doesn't mean that the security camera shoots this person in the street yes. may call the police and the police will you know ask this person a few questions to 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 make sure he is he or she is 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 there legally and w- without any bad intentions so right. the the technologies are, are, are never 100% proof at least yes. today they, they, these are still in in their infancies but yes. still it helps every technology whether you have a sniffing dog or you have a face recognition camera or you have a stress detection in your voice 
it 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 all helps the the security people to target or to focus on on a small group, not on ten thousand people in the terminal, but only a small group of few dozens or few hundreds that are raising some red flags by all these sure, different systems. I, you're right, but I think there will be a lot of false uh, positives because, right. uh, because the people who, the professionals who really want to cause damage, just like, you know, they train themselves to do the lie detector mm -hmm. test, right? They mm -hmm. will train themselves yeah. to, uh, you know, go through these systems without getting caught. But the common man, like, like you said, you know, who has some other problems and they're worried about some other things and the stress is there, they will get flagged and, you know, that will cause, you know, widespread, you know, just a nuisance for a lot of people. But I'm glad that the technology is there and I'm, I hope that, you know, we can uh, uh, make it more intelligent to mm -hmm. see that where the stress could be originating, you know, what kind of stress it is. And with the advances that are happening in machine learning, you know, and the neuroscience, mm -hmm. we will have that kind of uh, development that the... Uh, Machine learning that the AI will be able to differentiate where the yeah. stress is originating, right. and if we are able to do that, then you know we will have a very uh, you know positive application of that technology without you mm -hmm. know creating a lot of panic for the travelers. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So that, that the trick is to find the right balance between, you may, as you said, uh, not create uh, unnecessary panic. Yes. Uh, but still, be alert and 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 focus your attention on on a smaller group of people. Yes, very true. So have, that is uh, exactly what we all should be doing. So having said that, what would you like to tell our global viewers and listeners, especially about your book and uh, any other initiative that you are working on that that you would like to share uh, the information with us? Uh, right. So so basically, the the future has lots of risks so so my book is kind of giving you 100,000 view of all the risks that are involved in introducing new products or new technologies or new services into the market the future is never totally predictable but if you are able at least to uh, identify the different risks make the list of them and plan mitigations uh, you minimize the risk by by doing the mitigation. What I found out by mentoring lots of young executives, they don't have enough experience to be aware of all the obstacles and all the pitfalls that uh, they're facing. So the purpose of the book is kind of give you a hundred thousand feet of you know you have to look at A, B, C, D, almost like a checklist. But uh, the book is a checklist, but it gives some entertaining examples of, of what people did in the past, what did they do right and what did they do wrong, where people failed, what mistakes they made, and what were the consequences of, of the mistakes or, or the consequences of making the right uh, decision. And, and my, my approach in the book was uh, taking uh, older examples, because if you look at a company that is only two or three years old, you, you don't always know if that's going to succeed long term. You need to look at something that's 20 or 30 or 50 years back. I had some examples from 200 or 500 years back. When I do my talks, I, I take the invention of the wheel as one of my case studies because it, it follows some some of the same business issues that you see today in, in, on commercializing any any new idea. 
Yes. Uh, so that's one. The other thing I did it diverse as far as different countries. Uh, so I took from you know different cultures, different 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 industries. You you can learn from each other. Uh, whether you you are in pharmaceutical, you can earn, learn something from an airline, or vice versa, or, or computers, or whatever the industry. People, most people stay in the same industry all their career, and they're not aware that this other industry solved the same problem 20 years ago. So you have to be able to talk to the, or at least learn from these examples, and yeah. and make a better decision for your your own business. Yes, that is very true, and that is what is necessary. And I'm glad that you have taken that initiative and developed that checklist because having that checklist gives us guidance. You know what points we need to be careful about and what we should be paying attention to. So thank you so much, Eric, for participating in Risk Roundup today. We appreciate your thoughtful insight on deepfake, and I'm sure our global viewers and listeners would benefit tremendously from the information you shared. And even if a single decision maker can understand the complex challenges emerging because of the deepfake deep uh, technology and its applications after listening to this discussion, this is kind of dialogue has been of service and we thank you for that. Okay, thanks for having me. Wonderful, Eric. So Risk Roundup, a global initiative launched by Risk Group, is a security risk reporting for risk emerging from existing and emerging technologies technology convergence and transformation happening across cyberspace, aquaspace, geospace, and space. We at Risk Group believe that risk management, security, and peace, they all walk together hand in hand. Though security is related to the management of threats and peace to the management of conflict, risk management is relevant to management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict. And it is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two. All three concepts feed into each other. We believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secure for everyone across nations. Tradition becomes our security. So if we build a culture of managing risk effectively, it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace. Let's manage the existing and emerging risks together. For more information on the risk roundups, to watch the risk roundup video audio podcast, Please go to riskgroupalacy.com and do not forget to subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jayashree, host of Risk Roundup, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.